Let me see you put them up Reach the sky, touch the stars up above Cause it's one time for the underdog I'm Patrick Bedev, your host of Value Team, and today I'm going to talk to you about 10 time saving hacks for entrepreneurs. Number one. Listen, as an entrepreneur, you're going to have a lot of different meetings, but sometimes you'll have a lot of meetings and all of a sudden you're like, why did I have this meeting? This was a waste. I don't even know what the whole purpose of this meeting was. And that brings me to number one phrase, which is you ask everybody this question What's our outcome of this meeting? Very simple. Hey, if it's a one-on-one, what's our outcome of this meeting? Five, what's our outcome of the meeting? Board meeting, what's our outcome of the meeting? A meeting with 100 people, what is our outcome of this meeting? And you ask a few people and see if they know the outcome. If the group doesn't have an outcome, there doesn't need to be a meeting. If the group does have an outcome, let's manage expectation up front on what the outcome of this meeting is. Number two. A lot of times people will come up to you, they'll call you, and you'll pick up a call because it's maybe an executive or an important person you're working with, it's a VIP contact that you have, whoever it is, in your company, a partner or vendor, or they'll come to your office, and they want to call you. Right off the bat, if you're running, doing other things, this is how you answer the phone. Hey, John, brother, this is great that we're talking, I got a question for you. Is this a five-minute conversation or a 15-minute conversation? Pat, this is a 15-minute conversation. Perfect. I don't have 15 minutes right now. Can we schedule this for later on today to have 15 minutes? We certainly can. I'm available at 6 p.m. tonight, Central Standard Time. Are you? Yes. Put it in your calendar. I'll call you at 6, and I'll give you 15 minutes of my time. No problem. Thank you. Click. Done. So let me tell you what the other person is thinking about. The other person is saying, wow, this person respects and values their time. When they call you at 6 o'clock, they're not going to waste your time. They're going to go 15 minutes because you made it very clear. Is this a 15-minute conversation or a 15-minute conversation? And by the way, the more you do that, the more of your employees and executives are also going to be doing that with their teams, and they're going to say, is this a 5-minute conversation or 15-minute? So not only are you saving time, everybody else on your team is saving time. Number three. So now it's a complete opposite side. Sometimes you're calling somebody, right? And they pick up the call. And let's just say you're the executive or you're the leader or you're somebody of influence and they're kind of excited to pick up your call. And you say right off the bat, hey, John, I know you're busy. I only have five minutes. I just want to address one thing with you. Do you have five minutes for this? Yes. So here's what's on my mind. They already know it's a five-minute conversation. If you don't say that, then it's all about how, what do you think about this? What do you think about Croatia? What do you think about the World Cup? What do you think about LeBron James? What do you think? That's a 42-minute conversation. It could have been a seven-minute conversation. You're done. You're off the phone. Okay? So when you call someone, let them know. I only need five minutes of your time. Great. Let's get right into it. Number four. So sometimes you'll have somebody that walks into your office or they'll call you, you're picking up the phone, you're talking to them and they ask you a question or make a request and you really want to help them out, but then you catch yourself like thinking on the call 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes to try to make the right decision rather than just saying, listen, this requires me to think and process, let me get back to you this afternoon at 4 o'clock or let me get back to you and sleep on this, I'll call you tomorrow at 3 o'clock, does that work for you? Yes. Then you schedule it, then you simmer on it, and you, simmering could be at night while you're sleeping, it could be when you went on the drive, you're going home during lunch, it doesn't matter, you'll have a better answer for them, and it saved you time from not getting distracted of the project you were working on on that specific time. Now, by the way, when you say, let me get back to you, it doesn't work if you actually don't get back to them. You got to call them back. Number five. 
So a lot of times there will be an email trail, right? And people will add you in an email and they'll send the calendar for an appointment that they're having tomorrow at 2 o'clock with this meeting of nine people at the office. And you don't really know what the purpose of the meeting is, but you'll ask the question. It's a very simple question I ask. Am I needed for this meeting? Then somebody who's the decision maker there will say, actually, after thinking about it with the two of us, you are not needed in this meeting, but we are going to need you for the next meeting. No problem. You just dismiss yourself from a one-hour meeting that everybody will have, and they'll come back to with issues that you need to process with them. But for the first preliminary one, they didn't need you. Just yesterday, there was something taking place upstairs for watching a certain video to make sure it was ready, and I went up there and I said, listen, am I needed for these decisions that you guys are making? Then they said, no, Pat, we don't need you for this one, but we'll need you for the next one. No problem, come and get me there. I do need this last 17 minutes to watch. Everything else, I don't need to. Thank you, Pat. I walked away. I got back to my business. If you're not aware of this, what you'll catch yourself doing is being part of meetings, hours and hours of meetings that you do not need to be a part of. Number six. You'll have a strategy session and you're sitting there and no one can come up with the answer or the solution, right? I just don't know what we're going to do. What do we do about this? So everybody goes, I think we should do this. I think we should, I don't know. I'll get right to the question. I'll say this. Who do we know that has the right answer to this question? Oh, who do we, John. Perfect. Let's call, call John right now. Hey, John, what do you think about this? Oh, this is how it works. Perfect. We just save 45 minutes. By the way, this is the same thing when I'm in Athens and I'm lost and I don't know how to get back on the ship. I ask somebody, where are the ships at? Versus my wife, who's a master with maps, she'll say, we have to go through this street and this. No, no, I don't. Listen, where are the ships? Ships are this way. Let's go to the ships. And we find it because someone who lives there is going to have a better way of assisting us on how to get there versus us trying to learn the city. That saves you a lot of time and a lot of drama. Number seven. So look, a lot of times as you're building a business, you have a lot of different projects that you're building. Or we have Project X, Project A, Project B, whatever it is. And as you have these projects, at the end of every project, you need to come out with a game plan. And what's the game plan? Step-by-step -step process on what we need to do to solve this issue and make this project become a reality, right? At the end of the project, you got to ask one question. And the question is, who is taking the lead on this project? So for instance, you got six steps. Who's taking the lead on step number one? I got this one. Great. Who's taking the lead on number two? Me too, because that's part of me. Great. How about you two work on that? Is that cool? Yes. Three, four, five. If you don't do that, then everybody feels committed to every single project rather than people saying, this is my responsibility, this is my responsibility. And then at the end, you ask the one question that I asked earlier, which is what? What do you need from me in this project? Pat, we need you for X, Y, Z. Perfect, I can't do this, I can do this, I will commit to this, no problem. I can't do this because I think she will do it better than I will do it. She's the expert in that area. Fair enough, thanks guys, boom, you step away. So the question is, who is taking the lead on this step of the project before you finish the strategy session that you had on a project that you're working on? That'll save you a lot of time. Number eight. So you're in a boardroom, you're trying to overcome something. You have some issue, a crisis, something, whatever that's taking place that's come up, right? As you're going through step-by-step step of processing this issue, you've either hit a wall or you've already solved it and processed the issue, but people are still talking. So you have to ask a simple question. Are we done as a team processing this issue? And this is typically what will happen. Everybody will go like this. I, 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 I think so. Are we? I, I, th I think we're done. I, we're done. Okay, cool. Perfect. Thanks, guys. We're good to go. Everybody knows what to do after here. Great meeting, guys. We'll see you guys. Boom. And you get to work, right? That question right there stops everybody. Everybody looks at each other. 
home, we get up, we get back to work, whatever we're working on. But that meeting is done with. Number nine. So many times you'll have a lot of people that are constantly asking questions from the home office. So they'll call the headquarters. How does this work? How does that work? How does this work? How does that work? Rather than creating a CRM, like for instance, we spent over seven figures on an app that allows me to have geoconference that a message, we have 7,000 agents nationwide. I can't direct a message to everybody. This geoconference allows me to send a message to any zip code, 50 mile radius, 100 mile radius, and everybody there gets it, right? And allows me to have a timer on there where the message disappears in six hours. So everybody has to read the message. So having a CRM, a communication platform, where people in different departments can get updates on what's going on. So at any given moment, I can go and say, what's going on over here? This relates to me because it's my department. Got to check. I'll move on and go back to what I was doing. So look, as you grow, and eventually you're going to have a lot of different departments that's running the business, right? Compliance, sales, back-end, support, customer service, customer retention, finance department. You have all these different departments. But before you have all these different departments, you may be running a team of three people, four people, five people. For us at this point, we bought a multi-seven-figure app that we designed only for us that communicates, that's got so much security in it, that's insane. And it's got different departments, different level leadership. Because a lot of times, if one department is distracting another department, is distracting another department, that department is dealing with an issue that's none of their business, but these guys are bothering them. They're focused doing their part. So you have to figure out a way to get the messages amongst each department to them. So how do you do that at your level? Maybe you're not a billion dollar company now. Maybe you're not a hundred million dollar company now. Maybe you're just starting out, you're a hundred thousand dollar your business. You create certain communication groups, like a group me, or a cyber dust, or a text, or a certain communication that you can do collectively, the team can and that department collectively, for them to know exactly what's going on with the updates. And then as you grow, these communication platforms are going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and eventually you will also probably have your own proprietary communication tool you use to save you a lot of time. And number 10. So a lot of times when you're new, your employees need education and you're the one that's educating everybody because you know what you expect from people. So you'll sit with an employee 42 minutes here, you know, 38 minutes here, another 48 minutes here, and you'll find yourself saying the same thing to 50 other people, right? And by the way, I am all about face-to-face, one-on-one orientation with new people to get them acclimated. You can't just say, watch this video and that's it. There's got to be a human being that's sitting there talking to them. But in order to really scale, you need to have an educational system in place. And here's what I mean by that. We created an educational system very similar to Valuetainment. Valuetainment, a big part of it was a lot of people kept asking me questions. What are the rules of money, Pat? How do I become an entrepreneur, Pat? You know, what is the struggles as an entrepreneur? How do I sell? How do I become a better salesperson? How do I do this? How do I network? Eventually, so many questions were asked, I made videos. So now anybody that asks me questions, watch this video, watch this video, watch this video. I'm not explaining 22 minutes of the video because it's there for somebody to watch, all right? That same principle was used with our company way before Valuetainment came out. And so if you're watching and say, well, Pat, how do I do it? Do I put the videos on YouTube? If you put it on YouTube, and let's just say you have a password-protected website where you just want your employees to see, you don't want it to be open to the public, then you can use YouTube, even if it's an unlisted video, because it can be shared. But you can use Wistia, which allows you to put the video and embed it on your website. And the only way I can see it is based on the password, login, all that stuff I got to go through, but it's your video. And you spend $100, $200 a month with them, depending on how much bandwidth you have. But having an educational platform with your business, no matter how big or small you are, that can give you hundreds, if not thousands of hours 
that gets back to you instead of having to train everybody. Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bidavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care everybody, bye-bye.